0: Out to the Bulls and the Bears. This is Aaron Warby. I am joined again by the lovely Tarina Warby.
1: Hello out there.
0: Now, for those of you who um, are joining us for the first time or uh, don't know that Trina and I are part of Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education, celebrating 26 years of service. Mm-hmm. All right now, last week we had one of our instructors on, Scott Stokes. Yeah. Right. And Great he, guy. He really is, and a master at a lot of things. I mean, mm-hmm. he trades. He trades stocks, options, futures, and Forex, and can do it in his sleep. <laughs> in, in fact, if you talk to his wife, she'll probably tell you that, that that's exactly what he does. <laughs> <laughs> he loves trading. Um, you know, but it was, and it, was, it was really fun to have him on. Yeah. Um, it, it's good to have you on. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you're a good yin to my yang. Uh, I know. Yin to my yang something anyway you too too yeah whatever that you too to me yeah that thing is yin
1: to my yang yeah
0: so so there you are you know I'm I'm typically the serious one and you get to liven things up and ask questions if I start talking and it's uh, a gift
1: and a curse like sometimes you guys if you guys are actually watching us do this which we don't post when we're doing it there's a moment where he starts Going on about stuff and my fingers will start rolling around each other like, Come get, on, to, the get point. to the point. And <laughs> you might notice, but Aaron's talking kind of slow and then all of a sudden he starts speeding up. It's because I'm doing yo, 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 yo. You're losing me. <laughs> That's
0: right. And I guess I'm I'm talking slow right now. So we, no, we're I'm gonna, kidding. I didn't no, do that. I no.
1: <laughs> I, I was just doing anyways. Yeah. So no, I, I always find what you have to say very fascinating.
0: Well, good then. Today's going to be a really fascinating day. Actually, we, we're kind of in a, a decision period here.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say actually we're kind of tired. <laughs> No, it's because our little seven <laughs> well, year old wasn't feeling very good and she came to my bed last night and I I, I made sure she wasn't by your side, but I got i re- I'm really tired. <laughs> so anyways, that, that's what I thought. But well, then this say. should be really fun. Yeah. A
0: little punch drunk here. Yeah,
1: just a little bit. <laughs> a little tired, a little tired drunk. There you tired go. Tired
0: drunk. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, at any rate. So we're kind of in a decision period here in the markets. Let me tell you what's going on. All right. On Thursday, we ran up into a supply zone. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, we ran to another supply zone in the overall markets. Now, mm-hmm. when I want to talk about the markets. What I'm talking about is the S&P 500 index. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right? And that, what, what the S&P 500 index is, is kind of an average of the overall market. And we call it the market because the S&P index is kind of like, it, it's, for all intents and purposes, it's passive mutual fund. Mm-hmm. All right, now, people use mutual funds for protection. And that's kind of what the S&P is. It's got a lot of diversified stocks in there. And it's 500 it's of yeah, the 500 best companies. And, five.
1: and if you suck, right. they take you out they're like sorry you're not yeah, making it right now if you're leave. underperformers you have to go
0: yeah so it's 505 of the best performing 505.
1: Stocks. it should be the s&p 505 if they're gonna do that they have to know, keep the rules
0: that doesn't have the same ring it doesn't five yeah okay. so it's 505 of the best performing um and it, it ran up into a supply zone. Okay. So now on Thursday we had the Fed announcement that they weren't going to raise rates and everybody started, you know, uh, whooping it up, partying and throwing money at the markets.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a great, it was great how everything went up. Everybody just kind of got, they were just like, Oh, he's not going up with interest rates. Great. Let's, yeah. You know?
0: Well, so the thing yeah. is, is that, um, it went up on Thursday and everybody was celebrating. It went up on Friday. Now Friday is a, it was a payday to, you know, the yeah. Friday is a payday. And so it's going to run up on Friday as well. Um, and, uh, you know, the payday indicates that people are paying, you know, getting paid, but also, and so there's more, m- might be more money to throw out the market on payday, but also the 401ks and mutual funds on payday get the money, mm-hmm. uh, that automatic draw with out of people's paychecks. Mm-hmm. Right. And they buy everything on Friday. Mm-hmm. And so typically on a payday Friday, you know, it's rare, you see it happen, but it's rare for for the market not to go up on Friday. Mm -hmm. And certainly that's exactly what we saw. Uh, The market went up on Friday. All right. But it went up into uh, what we would call a daily supply zone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, this is a decision period because here we are in November. And typically in November, October, and November, what we see is the beginning of what's called the Santa Claus Rally. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the Santa Claus Rally is is kind of uh, a phenomenon where at the very end of the year, the markets tend to go up, and there are reasons mm-hmm. behind this. All right. The number one reason is, is because um, is because the companies. Uh, now can buy back their own stock, all right? They're locked out of that for a little while, but here at the end of the year, they can buy buy back their own stock. And typically companies, especially companies with CEOs who get paid in uh, stock options, want to buy back their own stock so that their the stock goes up so that their stock options for the CEOs are mm-hmm. more valuable. They can sell those off and lock in some, you know, 25 million dollar paycheck for the year right
1: and they're like i'm so lucky i'm so gifted you yeah. get all this money and then you have all their workers you're like why do you need 25 million dollars and
0: by the way why are you buying back your stock when the company is it making a profit revenues aren't showing you know that kind that, of growth that kind of increase yeah, yeah. um and, but they get to buy back their own stock and so we see that go up all right um now The other part of that is some of these trends tend to be self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. All right. So if you think about it, if you knew that there was a trend out there that typically in between October, November, and December, the market is going up, then it would cause you as a person to say, you know what, I should just throw some money at the market in late October, early November, mm -hmm. and let it run up for the rest of the year, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And what happens when you start throwing money at the market? Well, if enough people do that, then you know there's more buying power than selling power that's going to push the markets up. And so we get that kind of self-fulfilling prophecy.
1: Sometimes, I mean, I remember last December not being too great. And then they had their little run, but it wasn't what they expected.
0: Well, yeah, so, you know, depending, now, yeah, it wasn't great um, last year, but it was significant. Remember that, Uh, you know, October, I think it was October 19th of last year, was the bottom of the market, you know, after the downturn. And then we started climbing. And we climbed up through January. And then in January through uh, July, we saw a, uh, you know, a 20% increase in the markets. Now, we didn't get to all new highs, right, because we had dropped so far. But it was in October where we started climbing. And so we did have The Santa Claus rally last year. Um, Even though the economy in general wasn't good, we still got the Santa Claus rally.
1: Yeah. So what happened was, is it went down, um,
0: down into October, from
1: November, December, it went down and then it just kept going down and then it went, I mean, it had like rallies and then Mm -hmm. it went down in around September, October, and then it started to climb up. But, you know, the interesting thing is if we look at a two year chart, it, it's it has not gotten higher than what it was. No, no, years we ago. we have
0: not made all new highs. That you're exactly right. Yeah. Um and it you know, we're we're likely not going to in the near future either. All right. So let me just tell you what's out there. Now, you know, um I don't
1: know if it's a Santa Claus rally, am I going get up
0: there? Yeah.
1: We only got five hundred more. <laughs> <I> know, right <laughs>
0: Well, so I'm looking, I'm not trying to crystal ball this, but I am looking at it from a momentum uh, standpoint, Mm -hmm. okay? And if I'm looking at this from a momentum standpoint, then once it passes through supply, if it does, Mm -hmm. right? We're we're now in the supply zone for the the S&P 500. The NASDAQ Mm -hmm. still has a little ways to go before the daily supply zone. Mm -hmm. But if we get into that,
1: all Mm -hmm. right,
0: and we pass... Uh, in the S and P five hundred full size fund, the the S P X, if that passes four thousand three hundred ninety three dollars and fifty seven cents, then I'm going to be tempted to become a buyer in the market because it's, it's likely to go higher.
1: Yeah, because it just All broke right? the supply zone. I mean, that's right. Or they're waiting to short it. They're like, let's break it, and then let's. Sh-
0: well, and it, you're Push exactly right, right? So every time we have a Fed announcement, we typically have two days of bull run, no matter what the announcement is, mm. right? Uh, good, bad, or ugly. Now this one was considered good by the market, yeah, right. But even in the bad ones, we usually have a you know day or two of bull run, and this is called a bull trap, mm-hmm. and then it drops. Mm-hmm. So on Monday, if the market drops, well then. You know, you can expect that we're probably still in a a bear run here. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, over the next week, I wouldn't be shocked if it got down into the low, right around the 4,000 mark you in the think? SPX.
1: Well, it was there last week. So, yeah, I mean. I think
0: it, I think it was at 4,100 or something Yeah, it was like at that, like 4,100. Yeah, I would expect it to get a little bit lower in the next jog down. All right, if we're going to uh, continue the bear market. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so what happened in the, in the...
1: I went to Verizon. Verizon. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at my phone. I'm, I'm looking at my stock charts on my phone and I was all, that's really weird. Why is it saying like $42? Did you all hear that? <laughs> so.
0: I have a wife who looks at stock charts on her phone. Anyways. How many people can say that? Right.
1: Well, a lot <laughs> who come to this school. Anyway, so <laughs> that's right. Yeah,
0: that's that's right. right. All right. Yeah, anyway, so yeah. So what happened this week in the markets that you know can explain this? Well, the federal funds rate were kept steady at five and a half percent.
1: I mean, people were so happy, and I, I was thinking, what on earth? And he hadn't made his announcement, and then all of a sudden it just came out, well, and everything just kind of turned, and everything just went bullish. And I thought, uh, yeah, you know, he, he, he he's like, we'll just keep it steady. Let's give everybody their Christmas that they want.
0: Well, you know, I don't know that this was a surprise. I mean, he had kind of leaked it out already. He always does. Yes. And it's good management, right? Yeah. So he leaked it out. We uh, I'm kind of expecting that we're going to hold it steady. Uh, So it wasn't really a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, what was a surprise was that when he got in front of the microphone after the meeting, he was sounding a lot more dovish than he has in the past, right? In the past, he's been very hawkish saying, well, yeah, I think we still have more work to do. We're not seeing exactly what we want. This time, he's saying, all right, we're seeing signs that, um, that that we're getting a hold of this.
1: Yeah. And so I think like, uh, so, I mean, when he, when he gets really hawkish and he's like, well, we're trying to go for a soft landing. Yeah. We're still working on it. All of a sudden you just see the market just tank. They're like, right. But if he's like saying a positive thing, I think they're like, hooray, we're out of it. Hooray. And it's like, all right, yeah. whatever. We'll
0: yep. see. You're exactly right. Yeah, that's, that's uh, and what we saw during his announcement was that it was kind of going all over the place, right? Yeah. It was going both up and down. But then it went steadily up. I didn't because watch he, it,
1: to be honest. I did. I'm,
0: I'm that kind of nerd. Yeah, right? No, it
1: wasn't that you were that kind of nerd. I just had work to do, and we had a core class going on, and I don't know. I can't remember what happened. I think it was my day off, and kids yeah. were kind of, yeah, it was my day off. It was. <laughs>
0: yep so so during his uh i'm
1: being the boring one today, sorry about that guys one? yeah okay so yeah. during
0: so during his comments he indicated uh you know there in the press meeting that the federal reserve board meeting um believes or the board i guess believes that the steps that have been taken is sufficient for now to control the inflation and that they plan on holding steady these rates instead of pushing them higher and and, and that is a little bit of a a surprise because he was talking about at least one more increase this year, right? but now he's saying, "Yeah, we think that it's pr- it probably." You know what's enough. going
1: on is you've got all the retail people, you've got all sorts of people who are saying, "Look, you morons, we got Christmas coming up. This is the time that we make all of it back." And they're like, "You yeah. gotta." I mean, people want to give their kids a Christmas, and you guys want to. To fire a bunch of people or whatever, make it miserable. You got to slow this down because you're going to ruin it. I mean, it's very, it's very grinchy.
0: Well, and and actually, yeah. if they do do that, if they don't do that, yeah. Yeah. Do do you want a little history lesson? There's a there's a program that we we love to listen to when we're together in the car, and it's called uh, Away with Words. I love Away with Words. (laughs) away with words. And, and, you know, we listened to it, uh, together. One of the things they do there is, is talk about the etymology of the words, right? Right. Any words out there. Mm -hmm. So what are the beginning? where did it come from? Things Mm -hmm. like that. Black Friday. You want to know the etymology of Black Friday?
1: I know it. You've told me several times, but go ahead. Oh, (laughs)
0: look at that. I don't mind repeating myself. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Black Friday is, is, uh, the time of year when companies finally make a profit. All right. It takes them all 10 months to to get into the black. And so on Black Friday, they have their sale, they've sold enough. And now they've got enough profits to get into the black and out of the red for the company. And the rest of the year is supposed to be, you know, simply picking up profits. And that's where all of their profits come from throughout the year or at least that's the history of it okay so black friday usually you hear black monday black whatever and it's that's kind of a bad thing you know that's a dark cloud no black friday is actually a celebration because hey we finally got the books into the black right um now that's going to play into what the markets are going to do this year because if we have a very muted Black Friday, and Cyber Monday, then we're probably going to see some problems in the markets, right? Yeah. Instead of the market shooting up, that's going to damage them. So, you know, here we've got Powell coming out and he's, and you're right, the, you know, the retailers are saying, whoa, hey, you know, this is a lot of damage and we're already feeling it. And, and that's exactly what we saw in the reports. Okay. In fact, let's go to the reports. All right. Um, Let me see. Unemployment numbers showing slightly higher unemployment than before. All right, unemployment okay. has been at three point eight percent. It's starting to creep up to three point nine percent. The jobs growth has slowed, and uh, this is a little bit. You know, this is showing that that um, the economy is starting to slow. Also. If you look at uh, at any of the numbers coming out of the restaurants or look at the stocks for Burger King, McDonald's, any of those, and you'll see them dropping, all right? People have stopped eating out, and this is a forward indicator of what is going on. Uh, when you think of McDonald's and Burger King, okay, they usually do fairly well even during economic downturns. At least during the beginning part of economic downturns, it's mm-hmm. the larger restaurants, the more expensive restaurants that have trouble. When you see Taco Bell, you know uh, Burger King um, and uh, Pizza Hut, you know McDonald's, all of them, when they start struggling, then you know that people are down to spending only essential dollars, not non-essentials. Yeah. And so we're starting to see the pain there. And and this is probably some of the things that the board is looking at, and they're saying, okay, yeah, we see that that this is going to be sufficient. Because what the board needs to to see happen, um, in order to control the uh, you know the inflation costs of the future, is to have people. They they they're fine with people working, but they can't have the general people have enough power to force the employers to give them higher wages, because higher I mean, wages lead to.
1: Higher prices.
0: Higher prices, yeah. If you're going to pay your people more, you have to charge more to the people buying your product. That's yeah. kind of all there is to it, <laughs> right? And that, that's what inflation is. Yeah. Um, and so they, they've been looking for this. They're finally seeing it. But that lack of wage growth doesn't speak good things for the economy. That, that talks about a slowing economy. Right. Not a growing economy, right? right?
1: And that's what they were hoping for anyways is they were hoping for yeah. a slowing economy because then they're like, okay, now we've got control over the inflation, I guess. Like people aren't buying as much.
0: Right. And so if the economy starts stagnating, then you typically would see the market stagnate as well.
1: Well, and the interesting thing is is our son, um, he he worked at a thrift store, right? And when he, mm-hmm. for a year. And when he was working at the thrift store, it was like, at the beginning of that year he it was empty like nobody just, was there nobody was there there were not that many people and then s he, he stopped working in may at this thrift store and when he stopped working may? it was i
0: thought it was i thought it was september oh or, you're right it was I'm september thir- august august
1: it was around august the end of august end you're of right august, i'm yeah. so sorry but one when, when i would go and pick him up or if i or if i had to drop him off or something um, and during that summer, I would notice that all of a sudden the parking lot was more full uh-huh. and then I would go in to see you know to see him or something, or maybe i 'd go shopping because every now and then you can get a really great deal there <laughs> i 'm not I'm not going to lie there's there 's a painting but, that well, I like that I got from there' there's, I was like there 's actually I'm a, a whole this.
0: economy there yeah where people go and find deals you know find something that is mispriced and they can sell it for and better, and then they put it out on offer up and get well, more out of it. They
1: had this this Apple computer and it was really heavy. And my son was like, My other son was like, Let's buy it, mom. It's worth something. It's like 130 bucks here. And I was like, No, it's not. No, why would I get that? And it's freaking heavy. I mean, it was legit heavy, right? And I thought, I should buy that. Well, right? It was
0: probably old enough to have gold in it. It was. It was oh, one of those
1: okay. I got online. I was like, Dang it. Should have gotten it. Anyways. Yeah, they have so,
0: like $130 worth of gold in there.
1: <laughs> <know>. Well, they've, <laughs> they've charged it that much. Anyway, so he, he, um, Anyway, so I there was some paint. Anyways, so it has it has it has been more full in there uh-huh. consistently, and it goes up. Yeah. It goes up, and it's been going up. Um, and I just remember at the end of August, just being like, "Wow, there's a there's a lot of people coming here now." Yeah, where it wasn't as many. Yeah. So
0: that's right. All right. So all of that means that's that, a sign that according to the Fed, they've got some things under control. Now, what they're going to have to Fight in the future Mm -hmm. is energy prices. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so one of the other reports that came out uh, this week was the oil reserves and the natural gas reserves, both of which surprised us to the downside. They're low. We're consuming more than we're putting into. You know,
1: are we surprised? I'm sorry, I just yelled that, and you guys probably just blew out my ears, Trina. But are we surprised because the way that they they can they constrict oil drilling here in america mm. um i thought would mean that they've yeah. opened up our reserves but like they haven't let people drill as m- much for oil well, that, that's or exactly am i right. wrong
0: no no that's, that's right so the current uh, political strategy is to you know restrict oil tapping mm-hmm. but that's come at the cost to buy their higher prices mm-hmm. which you know is going to lead to higher inflation because energy mm-hmm. is such a large mm-hmm. part Of every industry out there. And Mm -hmm. so when you have higher energy prices, then you've got to pass that, the cost of the energy on to the consumer, right? Right. Um, And during economic downturns, we haven't had an economic downturn uh, since the, uh, I don't know, 1930s where energy prices haven't spiked. OK, uh, mm. so in 2001 or in 2000, we saw uh, oil prices spike uh, above $100 barrel, uh, 2008 above $140 a barrel.
1: That's right. I remember that one.
0: Yep. And but
1: now they didn't.
0: Well, OK. Well, so they did go up. They went up to 93 and yeah. yeah. they dropped back down to 82. Um, but if you're looking at it from a technical perspective, that's not outside of the norm and it's getting mm-hmm. ready for another push up. Right. Okay. Which means it's going to break that 93 if it starts going up again. Right. All right. Um, and so, you know, all of that is has to start weighing on on things. Uh, if we do have the, you know, that that uh, we've got an imbalance in the supply and demand of, of oil and natural gas. Mm-hmm. And so if we see those prices start creeping up, um, reacting to the, you know, to that supply and demand demand, mm-hmm. um, I don't know whether you want to call it mismanagement or imbalance mm-hmm. anyway, uh, then you're then that's going to feed into the next, not this month's CPI, not this month's um announcement of, mm-hmm. of uh, you know, the core price index, but next month's December's.
1: So what does okay? that mean? Because I really don't understand anything you're saying. And by the way, I wasn't getting upset at the government for the regulations or anything like that. But when they're like, well, the reserves are down or whatever, I'm like, why would They're not encouraging anybody to drill. So, of course, they're going to be down and they've they've opened up the reserves. (laughs) So, you know, you got to replace the reserves if you're going to open them up eventually. Anyways, so what is the whole point of what you were saying?
0: All right. Well, the whole point of what I'm saying is is that I'm not trying to crystal ball what's going to happen. But if (laughs) we are seeing, uh, you know, I'm trying to tie all of this together. If we're seeing that the economy is starting to hurt... Yes. Right? Where people are stopping, they're, they're not buying as many burgers at Burger King. Right. Um, Whoppers, you know, whatever, pizzas, things like that. You no
1: longer have to wait 15 minutes to get your meal at McDonald's. Yeah. When you're in well, the so
0: if they're not doing that, they are getting their food from somewhere.
1: Mm -hmm. okay so
0: you can expect that costco is probably going to see a little bit of an uptick because more money is being spent there Mm -hmm. and at you know the walmart superstations and and things like that however the non-essentials are getting hurt and we are going to see this Mm. affecting the non-essentials okay and if the fuel prices raise that's going to further put pressure on non-essentials because wage growth is going to slow down but inflation is not at Mm -hmm. this point, um, retreating as fast as the wage growth. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and people are coming to the end of their credit limit on their credit cards, got to get the money from somewhere. And so now they're going to have to pull back and yeah, you're right. They're not going to be buying new, you know, men's underwear because men are fine with not buying underwear if they don't if they don't have the money, Um, and they're not going to be buying burgers, and they're not going to be buying as many new clothes. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be buying, going on as many vacations, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and so overall, all of the retail uh, area of the economy can be expected to suffer. This right in the middle of the Christmas season, Okay. And so as we're looking forward to the Santa Claus rally, mm-hmm. I think we, we have to give it about a 50-50 chance that the Santa Claus rally will work this year. You know? Oh. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be in the markets. That means that you should be smart about where you're in the markets. Watching the All charts.
1: Right? Let the chart tell you.
0: Charts um, and, and a good eye on some of the fundamentals of where you can turn if your particular chart isn't looking good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, So, you know, and if you don't know how to pick out those places, hey, we've got free classes. Just come on in. All right. I'll Mm -hmm. talk about those again in a minute. But before we do that.
1: Oh, I've got to tell you something. One of our instructors this week was like, the market's kind of in a bear market right now. He said, did you see we just crossed this line and it's in a bear market? I'm not very optimistic. And he said something about you. He's like, yeah, Aaron's always kind of like bearish on things. He goes, I'm now starting to see it. And stuff. It doesn't mean it can't change because yeah. it did change today. I mean, it went, I mean, it changed this week. It went back up, but he was like, you know, just, just be aware.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and there to be, are some indicators. To be fair, I'm never, I'm never bearish. Right. Um, You know, I'm always telling people that the best place to be is in the markets. You've got to be in the markets, be in the markets. Just be smart about where you're in the markets. Oh, okay. Because even when the market is going down, mm-hmm. some things are going up. Yeah. Right. And, and if you don't know how to take advantage of the down, then hey, you've got to, you know, get into something that's going to go up. Uh, yeah. Now, for the last year and a half, we've been doing, well, for the last three years, we've been doing nothing but damaging the economy in one way or another. And so for the last three years, my voice has been, guys, this is getting, in fact, you know, back in 2018, even then I was saying, all right, we've climbed for 10 years and and we're overvalued in the markets from a fundamental standpoint. It doesn't look good. Uh, maybe we should uh, be ready for a pullback, even mm-hmm. though everything still looked good back then, except the values, right? Um, in 2019, I was a little less bearish, uh, but my voice was still for caution. But just because we'd gone so long without a bear and the valuations were high. Now, over the last three years, I have been very bearish because we've done nothing but hurt our fundamentals. Okay. And Mm -hmm. sooner or later, we have to pay the piper. When is that day come? All right. Well, we've seen some pain in the market. Some of what I've been talking about has, you know, we've seen Mm it.
1: Yeah, we have.
0: But in the long run, we haven't seen, we haven't even seen, you know, 30% of it. We still have 70% of all that pain to go through from what what we've done, the damage we've done to the markets. Okay. That doesn't mean that I don't think you should be in the markets. There are things that you can do to be successful. Remember that it's always the market downturns. It's always Mm -hmm. the recessions or depressions Mm -hmm. that create millionaires for the people that, you know, generational wealth for people that know what they're doing. Now, Mm -hmm. most of the people don't know what they're doing and they're just going to get clobbered. All right, oh, uh, this instructor that you're talking about, by the way, mm-hmm. um, became a broker after 2008. But during 2008, he absolutely got clobbered in the markets. All right. I mean, just lost. He was, He was. you know, all kinds of, of hurt in the markets. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was telling that story. Yeah, he know, was like,
1: it. yeah, I mean, and he was for a yeah, yeah, we're going to have to stuff. get him on the podcast sometime. You should, you should, because yeah. he's, he's amazing. He's just great. He's such a great... Yeah. Instructor. Anyway, shout he out is. to you, buddy. You know who you are. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Not anyway. going to mention
0: any names, Kelly, but uh, we love you. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> um, but he
1: learned how to, you know, how to trade and invest. He, oh, yeah. he came here and yeah. Then, then and he started he's, working and, he's and happy and with his results.
0: So. Absolutely. Um, now he's an instructor. Yeah, yeah great instructor. Um, and you know, everybody walks out of his class understanding how how things work and, and prepared for the future. And that's exactly what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want everybody to be prepared for the future and be able to uh, take advantage of things. So, you know, when I talk about things that sound bearish, I'm not actually, you know, I, I, people that know what they're doing kind of get excited when the market starts dropping because that's where you're going to find all the best deals. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, anything that survives, close your eyes. You're going to pick up diamonds, you know, just scoop up pebbles. It's just like in
1: 2019 when everything just dropped. I was in a class. I watched it drop and I turned to everybody and I said, everything just went on sale. (laughs) And everybody was like, what? Look at that price oil is at $30 a barrel
0: oh, and then it geez, even went yeah. even lower it, it you went know down with the it, futures yeah that I mean, guy whoever, did it didn't closed out the day tough. it closed out one day at $13 I know $13, $13. Dollars. oh yeah. I wish I
1: was trading that day and
0: then and like, within wow. the week it was up at $41 it was holy, cow.
1: holy cow so all we're saying is is like so there is there's opportunity there yeah. and stuff. So learn to see where, when the opportunity comes and what happens and stuff. So
0: Right. All right. Okay. So that was the investing side. Let's talk about the trading side because next week we've but I got... I thought we were done. <laughs> we are almost done. All <laughs> okay. right. Almost done. Yeah. Next week, Powell speaks twice. Ooh. We don't have a lot of reports that I'm, I'm going to be very concerned about. Okay. okay. It's kind okay, of the good. normal things. Okay. But Powell does speak twice. Now, when Powell speaks, markets go nuts for a little while. Yeah. Okay. So there's ways to take advantage of it, but a lot of traders are going to sit on their hands. All right. Yeah. Um, Which is probably a smart thing to do if you don't know how to handle crazy.
1: Become wiki wiki. Yeah. Really
0: wiki. All right. So um, yeah, when he speaks on both Wednesday and Thursday. All right. So if you're a trader and uh, you're planning to... Uh, Be active in the markets. Mm -hmm. Just beware of Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. All good? All right. Finally, I want you to know that you can trade in any environment as long as you have the right tools, rules, and strategies to fit the times. Yep. If you do not understand the tools, the more tools you have, the better prepared you are. But Mm -hmm. if you don't know how to use the tools, or Mm -hmm. you use them incorrectly, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to do well. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, I can't tell you how many times, uh, you know, when I... If I was working on my house or something and, and I've been, you know, here I am trying to, I don't know, put a nail in a wall and I'd forgotten my hammer somewhere. Yeah. And, but here I am with a screwdriver and I know everybody's done this, right? You turn the screwdriver around and just try and and hit it with his handle, right? Hmm. So you're popping in with the handle and all of a sudden you slip and, and now you've got, I I don't know, a hole in your hand from the nail because you just missed you know, I don't think you I've ever done
1: that one. I've, I've had a hammer hit my thumb or right, something. I've done it Ooh.
0: a lot. Ouch. And when I talk to a room full of guys, they all smile and nod and, and laugh because they've all done it too. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> you're using the wrong tool for the time and you're going to get hurt. And that's the point. All right. Using the right tools for the time, mm-hmm. having those at your disposal, having the right strategy mm-hmm. is no different than the physical tools. Mm-hmm. The right tools get the job done right and the wrong tools don't. So... If you want to learn the tools, rules, and strategies for the markets, we teach it all. We teach stocks, options, futures, and forex. Mm-hmm. Come on in; we've got a free class. Mm-hmm. All right for the students out there, you know uh, we've got other tools. Remember that we've got the Tutoring Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. We right.
1: do. We have Tutoring Tuesdays. We also have a, for our students. We have a set up your uh, your trading view account. It's a practice account that we mm-hmm. we um, teach them on stocks and futures. That's Um, right. So, you know.
0: Yep. Or if it's been a while and you haven't been to classes, you're one of our students. Come on in. Come on in. And get a little bit of a refresher. refresher. We have had a lot of
1: students call up and just say, I need a refresher. Like our futures class, man, that filled up half with with old students because they're like, I need a refresher course because it was kind of wonky for like two months inside the futures thing. And so they're like, it's not as easy for me. That's right. They came in and now I have a lot of students calling in for options and actually no new ones. I don't know, I know if it's just a bad time, but all of our options students are like, I need a refresher. Stuff. Oh, so I'd you like know to come what? In.
0: And we've got an instructor coming in, Greg. Oh, he yeah. Is the, he's one of the best. He's you've pretty great. to try great. him out.
1: He's a great options you instructor.
0: Know? So, uh, yeah, if you're one of our students, come in for a refresher. Um, you know that that uh, for our students, if you have any of our classes, you come in for free for the rest of your life. So you might as well take advantage of it, right? Yeah, Totally. Um, And if you're not a student, but you want to learn how to work in Stocks, Options, Futures, or Forex, we have a free class just for you. Yep. Uh, You can register for that class uh, by going to Mm www.tradingacademy.com. Now, we are here in the Phoenix area. If you are not in the Phoenix area, we have online classes. Mm -hmm. All right. It's free. So you might as well do it. If you are in the Phoenix uh, area, please come to one of our live classes. It's better because you can ask questions. You can see it on the board. And if it's a smaller class, I'll even give you a little bit of hands-on, okay? So uh, come into one of our classes and check us out, and let's figure out how to do this. Uh, Happy trading and happy investing. We'll see you next week. Bye.